Welcome back to another episode of Off the Back Fence Sports Podcast. Uh, we're back to fortnightly. It's been a couple of weeks. We've been busy. Bit on. What's going on? Yeah, just a touch going on. So we're back to state opens up. I, I just calendars booked. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a social butterfly at the moment. That's it. We're a social butterfly with the back of an 80 year old man. Here's yeah. the tip: don't ever try and do swing dancing where you've never done it with your misses. Yeah, I you're telling me about coffee doing it on Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah I, I felt something go on me back, and then the next two and a half hours, we put a flat, a flat tuck bed, bed together with me bent over like I was doing a deck. So. Yeah, well, speaking of speaking of beds, I did put one together last Thursday in anticipation of the in-laws coming in. But uh, flooding in Emerald, flooding in the central Queensland area, um, bit of rainfall in Queensland the last week and a bit. So, yeah, that's another story. Anyway, Melbourne, but uh, Melbourne have an eight degree um, November mornings. Oh, that must that that must be nice to dress up in a bloody hoodie and a beanie hoodie and pair of long pants for work. Yeah, that's no, just twelve months a year. <laughs> that's not too bad uh, yeah like we said bit on so we we did jump on last week but it ended up just us talking catching up making sure everything's okay so we didn't record it was getting a bit late it's still getting a bit late with daylight savings now like it's 9 o'clock your time down there so but sports are still happening we've got to get on to a few things uh, I don't know where to start. Like we like we were talking just before, and we just do a quick rundown. Probably the biggest thing that's on our radar at the moment is cricket. Oh, I can't wait! Yeah, two, summer cricket just over two weeks time. Yeah, oh, summer summer cricket. Yeah. summer cricket just around the corner. Uh, we've just finished up the World Twenty Twenty uh, World yeah, Cup where cricket. where we've come. No uh, yeah, no, no karaoke. Oh, I hang- okay. We're gonna stop right there. You don't like Kerry O'Keefe? No, I love Kerry O'Keefe. Oh, like, good. Okay, okay. I love the, I thought- combat, the the one-two punch of Keith, Ishiguro and Kerry O'Keefe. Oh yeah, Ishiguro, Ishiguro is unbelievable. But Kerry O'Keefe it just adds the cherry on top during the summer. Yeah. Fox did very well to clean him up after him leaving ABC all those years ago. Hmm. Um, uh, we'll quickly touch on our recent success. Obviously, winning the World Twenty Twenty Cup. Uh, over in Saudi Arabia, Dubai, uh, wherever it was. UAE, I think. Yeah. Um, see, this is how much I've paid attention to it. It's a World Cup. Oh, here we go, sneezing. No, I've got it. Uh, oh, handle it like a champion. Um, I didn't pay attention to the group stages. I only paid attention to maybe the last, like the semi and the final. I didn't pay attention to it at all. I did put a it- multi on. The old son. And Aaron Finch, you son of a bitch! You had one job to do: get over ten runs. The old, the old uh, Sunday night snack and snack and whack. <laughs> I even bet on uh, the first ball, but that was just a bit of shits and giggles. Yeah, well, um, yeah, Australia winning, uh, winning the World Cup final against New Zealand, uh, reminiscent of the 2015 One Day World Cup final where we played them at the MCG all those years ago. Uh, Mitchell Marsh, redemption. He even said it after the game. Um, hopefully, Australia loves me now. Uh, Kieran, we do love you. So, Kieran, if you do listen in, please please know that we do appreciate that the runs you've scored in this uh, this tournament. But it still doesn't get you a the test squad. It does not, no. Um, David Warner was man uh, player of the tournament. Um, so, he's going to stick around for a long time. I think Finchie did come out and say that it did poke the bear a little bit when that those comments did come out. Yeah, well, let's see how it goes against Stuart Port. Like, I'm going to be honest. 
He's going to end up scoring runs in the Ashes. Why? Because it's on a hard flat track. No, nah, yeah, exactly. It's Australian. It's Australian pitches anyway. But uh, yeah, Victoria's first ever uh, 2020 World Cup that takes our total to around eight or nine uh, international trophies. Um, but yeah, our first one also Aaron Finch, a World Cup winning captain. So that adds to the list of Border, War, Ponting, and Clark. Um, so yeah, so good for the boys. Uh, they they got into it, which is great. There's a lot of characters in that 2020 side, which is good. Um, the, probably the school s- clip of the um, the video of the song being cut out as they're dancing I, around the thing. I, I've seen that getting Even around. I, actually, I, I didn't even know that was a song. <laughs> I need to look into that. I, and like, then um, Glenn Waxel yelling out to someone, whoever was on the boombox, he only had one job. Because there was some <laughs> singing at a time. Also with uh, Maxi, his tweet saying, I'm going to be out of office for a couple of days or something along those lines, cheers, and it's just him getting into it. I love it. So, um, but yeah, great, great for the boys to get. Like they were written off before the tournament too. Like there was hardly any hype about it, and why would there be? It's a bit of a, a bit of a weird one with the twenty twenty World Cup. It happens every two years, so it's a bit of a novelty. Next year, yeah, exactly. Well, we're hosting. Well, there'll be the short. It'll be either the shortest defense of a World Cup or World twenty twenty, or or it'll be the longest going into what twenty twenty four. Because yes. we've got an absolute smorgasbord next year of fucking... Well, we've got the Winter Olympics into the World 2020. We'll probably have the World Cup of Rugby League at the very end of the year if it doesn't get lampooned yeah, again. well, that's the same. So I think I figured out, like, the World 2020 is on the same time just as the World Cup for football starts. That means it'll be the same time as Rugby League World Cup. Yeah. It's going to be an, abso- it's gonna be that's, an absolute clusterfuck. That's the clusterfuck they've done there. Yeah. And, yeah, we'll, we might touch on that a bit later on the pod too. Um, but we'll stick with cricket anyway. So, yeah, we've we've come back. The squad's arrived back. I did see Stornis back at the MCG today. Um, but biggest thing coming up for us is the Ashes. So England have arrived. They arrived a couple of weeks ago. They've done their quarantine. I think they're full-blown getting into it now, training-wise. Uh, our squad was named on Tuesday. Uh some regular names, obviously. Tim Payne's the captain with Pat Cummins as vice captain. You got Green, Hazelwood, uh, Marcus Harris, who's in the squad. He'll probably be oh, opening. That, that's just reward and mediocrity. Well, he's been playing some good shield cricket, so I can understand he's that selection. Shield, he, he, he's shit house. He's got one <laughs> shot and he gets out to that one shot. So you have to be the best player. I think he's he was the shoe, and obviously after Pekoski has been ruled out with Matt Renshaw. Well, I, if you let me speak, I'm going to get to the very end of it. Um, Travis heads in. Usman Khawaja, which is a, a timely recall. He's been killing it for Queensland. So after two years, he's back. Uh, uh, Manus Labashain's in there. Lions back. Michael Nessa, who was in the squad for India last year, is there. Jai Richardson's who, who's overcome injury. He took an A for against Queensland the other week. Like He's in great touch. You got Smudge. Starkey, which is fine. If he doesn't break down or that, Mitchell Swepson and David Warner cleaning up. They've also selected some Australia A players too. You got Sean Abbott, Ashton Agar, Scott Boland, who's been doing well in Shield too. Alice Kerry, uh, Henry Hunt. Never heard of him. Apparently, he plays pretty well. Uh, Josh Inglis, Nick Madison, Mitchell Marsh, Matt Renshaw, Mark Steckerty, and Bryce Street. So there's a fair bit to go on. Like uh, the the squad's going to play Australia A uh, just before the first test. In, on December 8 at the Gabba. Uh, they're also doing a four-day fixture against the English Lions a day later. So it's going to be something 
yeah, it's always good with the summer of cricket around the corner. I don't mind the squad. I think the biggest the biggest talking points Travis Head and Usman Khawaja where they fit into that batting lineup because it's a bit hard not to uh, like dismiss um, Uzi's contribution to Queensland's success yeah. in the last year and a half in Shield. Um, yeah, I don't. I just don't know. Like they could put him down the order. It's the same sort of chat with Matt Renshaw. Obviously, started his Test career as an opener, but has like he's played very well in the Solid middle order. Five, that's a number five batsman. Yeah, exactly. So I don't mind it. Is any what like I love Michael Nesser. I love the Jai Richards, and I feel like with the bowling cartel, it adds a bit of depth. Mitchell Stark shouldn't be picked. He struggled uh, in the UAE uh, with the white ball. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Four overs, no mate. It is none for sixty. Like it's an absolute road in my ass. I I got into a bit of an argument at the start of the year about this, and I said I said this, and I'll still die on this hill. I, I felt like Stark was well done by the start of the fourth test against he's, India. He's not a test player. Well, he he, 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 he unless the ball's swinging. He doesn't exactly. really knock off. Like unless he swings the ball in the first two overs, he's done. Exactly. He he's, he's he he cleans up the tail. I'll give him that. Like he's even like he's it's easy enough to clean up the tail if you're a fast bowler like him. But I I always I'm gonna die on this hill. Like they they should not have picked him for the Gabba test. They should have put Nesser in. It was a home deck. He is a le- I'm pretty sure he's a lefty and can swing it. But he was also fresh. And after obviously the summer they had had. I think that was probably the only real selection faux pas that Langer really like struggled with, yeah. because Cummins, like he carried that. He, him, and Hazelhoff carried that bloody whole ball in quarter. Like Lyon wasn't his best over against India. No, Lyon's not even his best in Shield cricket at the moment, which yeah. could be good. But yeah, it's just you relied so much on four guys for so long, like. And and that and that's the thing, like it's that's that you're playing devil's advocate, sort of going back to that whole Mickey Arthur routine of ro- like the bowling rotation of like, and that's I think that and obviously Pat Cummins was a victim of that because that was when he debuted, he got injured, they swapped him out, he was like, it's just one of those things. But you've also got to recognise form at some stage like reputation can only get you so far if you're not yeah, performing Mitchell Stark has not been in form for nearly two years yeah and like I'm happy to have a lefty in the attack I think it's a good it's a good Ness element to have too. oh Ness is a righty my apologies I, yeah. but, the but, but, he, like- but even so like it's good to have it's a bit of variety and especially with Stark when he's going he can fucking go it's just that when you realise that he's out of form if he doesn't go with the first test, I don't. I, I'm, if he goes expensive and doesn't go get many wicks in the first test, I can see him not playing the full summer. I just, I like, I just hope that they recognise like it's it's going to be a long summer. If he doesn't play well in the intro game, he's gone. I reckon it'd be very. I'd be. I'd. I'd be very interested in that. I think. Like Richardson's been knocking on the door for a long time. He's been injured, so it's a bit hard. And he can, bowl, should, he can bowl dead set speed and can swing the ball if he's. If and he's he, not, I, th- I think, I think Richardson, I think Richardson's a lefty. Actually, I'll just check. No, that. Richardson's right. God damn it! Why do I think that everybody's left-handed? It's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, I love it. It's the be- one of the best times times of year. Big bash is around the corner. Obviously, you're not a fan of that, but. Cricket's cricket. It's it's going to be on the box every fucking night. 
Oh yeah, for three months. The owners three months. Three months straight into the preseason for the footy should be very, very, Marcos very Freeman. good. Uh, I'm confident. I am quietly confident about I'm next year. I'm calling premiership. <laughs> <laughs> okay, note it down. Uh, November November nineteenth, we are calling premiership. Jesus fucking Christ! Like I looked around, like a wedding schedule, like your wedding. The Broncos play the Storm in Melbourne on June the seventeenth, so it's just a couple of days after yours. I think I might be international by that stage. Oh, you'll so be international by that stage, but I'll be there. It'll be one of my first. I mean, Jeff's uh, first game was a happily married woman. And let's just say, if the Broncos were in the top four at that point of the year, I could be walking in very so- comfort- very comfortable. If we win that game, the tickets will be bought for the grand final that night. <laughs> uh, the boys on tour, that'd be great. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a quiet period. I think, yeah, cricket's around the corner. We'll probably dive right into that in the next week or two yeah. once it gets a bit closer because obviously December no, eight preseason storms back at preseason with the um the trial the, yeah a- oh actually actually yeah. we should just Alex yeah. kicked Alex kicked off but you got to watch it behind a paywall so what's the fucking point Yeah, no one likes Fun- Alex. Actually, you've got Paramount Plus. You could probably watch it. Yeah, do I watch? Do I watch Australian no. soccer? No, apparently about, uh, I got a description of it uh, in a group chat today. It's like basically the last four years, it's just Sydney FC just rolling through everybody and last year was City. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, it's, cool. We absolutely fucking nailed that. It's the most boring. But it's like watching FIFA on easy when you build it up, build it up, build it up, and you score the same way every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Okay. Well, that's a shame. Other sports that are happening, obviously, uh, absolute chaos over in America. College football, NFL, that we we just can't pick it. Cannot pick it at all. Like I, I, I'll put my hand up. I haven't gotten up for red zone for the last three weeks because I just don't know what I'm going to be expecting, and I just don't. like you had like we didn't record last week. The fucking Bills lost to the Dolphins. Oh no, the the, the Jags. It was, sorry, it was the week of the underdog. Oh, the fucking dogs were barking. Like, you just don't... I think the biggest talking point is, like, we said that the... Um, the Was it the Chiefs? Chiefs are broken. They had a good win this week against the Raiders. Mahomes is still overthrowing blokes. So, I wouldn't say they're fixed per se. Titans are for real. That's about it. Like... And the ASC has opened up so fucking much in the last two weeks because the Ravens have lost to the Dol- the Ravens lost to the Dolphins, Dolphins last week, which was the a garbage tar- game. It was like I went zero I for five in my same game multis. Well, that's that's just that's just incredible talent, if anything. Yeah, like that's where you should be getting your bet back. Exactly, like. And like looking at it now, like the Chiefs, even even if they've lost four games, they're currently the top of the AFC West. Ravens are sitting top of that, but you've got the Bengals. Like the Bengals had a bye last week, and you just don't know what they are. They've got lost two on the trot. Titans are good. The NFC is. uh, Do you want two minutes to talk about McCorkle Jones? Mac Jones. Still thinking. I still think of him that rapper Mike Jones, but that's because it's just Joe. Oh, he's just good. He's the best rookie out of this whole draft. By far. Well, that's the thing. You've got 
Lawrence is at the Jags, and they've had a couple of wins. That's fine. And he, but he hasn't shown any of the poise that he did in college. Well, it, it's a bloke that has never lost in high school, college, yeah. essentially in the regular season. So, like, he was always going to come into adversity. Like, the Jags Justin are what they are. probably the only other one who stood up. Yeah, well, Trey Lance hasn't had a chance yet behind Garoppolo. Like, he's come in for a couple of plays here and there. Uh, yeah, Zach Mac Wilson. Jones, what, Zach Wilson, Mr. INT, like, he's injured at the yeah. moment, but the Jets are the Jets. Like, unless they improve immensely, he's not going to be any good. No. And, it's, and But it's the same conversation, like, Donald's gone to Panthers. the Panthers. He was good for two weeks and he's gone back to shit. So it just sort of poses the questions like, were the Jets shit or was Donald shit? shit yeah. But uh, big news out of the Panthers too with Cam Newton being back. That was fucking electric. I watched the Mate, start of that he, game. If someone told me he was paid, I would have thrown money on him at any time. He's ridiculous uh, odds for any time TD. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you the heads up. So first, first drive of the game... PJ Walker is uh, the starting QB for the Panthers. He drives him all the way down to the two-yard line. Cam comes in, rushes in, scores it, screams. Yeah. He got a fifteen. He got a fifteen-yarder for the unsportsmanlike conduct. And then the next play he came back in was within the five-yard line through a touchdown pass. So within two plays, he had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Yeah, he's he's, um, back, he, he's back this week. So dollar looks- sixty against the football team. Yes, the well, football, the football team are two dollars thirty-five. We should talk about that too. Wood football yeah. team getting up against the Bucks last week too. Hell of a win. Hell of a win. Also, what a way to drain the clock. You've done what Tom Brady does to everyone else. 10 minutes. I think it was like 10 minutes, 18 or 26 yeah. or something of that division. 18 or 19 plays and it resulted in a fourth down touchdown on the goal line to seal it. Like, Rivera could have kicked the field goal, but it would have guaranteed Tom with about a minute to play and with a chance to tie it. Yeah, like hell of a hell of an effort. Like Taylor Heineke, say what you will. Like he isn't he isn't the best quarterback, but he's gonna be he's gonna be leading that football team around for the rest of the season with Fitzpatrick yeah. out with a hip injury. So. I don't know. I think, like, in the NFC, you got the Cards who are starting to have a bit of a slide at the moment. The Packers are fighting their form after Rodgers came back from the COVID. Also, we didn't talk about that. What a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's funny. Uh, it's, anyway, it doesn't matter. Like, the NFC South is a bit of a clusterfuck at the moment, but, the t- like, the teams that are standing out of the NFC are the Cowboys, the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Packers. So it's it's basically anybody's game, and it's, it's chaos. Like Jags beating the Bills the week before, Bills came back and absolutely slaughtered the Jets the week later. Uh, Dolphins beating the Ravens last week. You just you just can't pick it at the moment, which is good. Yes. Like a bit of bit of disparity and a bit of bloody competitiveness between the league, which is good. But for it's a gambling man, not so good. Everyone's in the hunt, really, bar three teams. Yeah, well, that's the thing because of the new playoff system and the extra week. Any, like, I think the only team that's currently out of it is Detroit, who haven't won yet. Yeah. Like, also, great work on Detroit. Oh, the cover Kings. Yeah. What a, and anyone I saw, as soon as I saw um, Big Ben out, boom, get on the line for Detroit at six and a half. That was given. They've been they've been fantastic all year covering the spread. It's just been so unlucky. Like 
They should have beat the Ravens. Mm. They got done by a 66 or 67 yarder by Justin Tucker, who's fucking automatic. I watched the end of this game against the Steelers where they drew on Monday, and I've never seen two teams try to lose a game as much as the Steelers and the Lions. It was like pulling teeth out with pliers. It was fucked. It was could, so fucking bad. Yeah, could someone could someone just kick the fucking ball straight? Actually, custard leg false Santos from fucking Detroit. Forty yards out, he barely fucking swung the leg. Oh, that's the thing from last week. The uh, Matt Nagy trusts in the Chicago kicker from sixty-two yards out to have a. That is a that's a coach trusting his. That, no, that's a coach that's on his fucking way out and doesn't give a fuck anymore. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's so fucking bad. But yeah, it's chaos in the NFL. It's chaos in the college football at the moment too. Like, unless you're Georgia or Alabama, there's not. There's, it's it's anybody's game to go into the three or four seed. Like we quickly touched on it off mic, and I think we touched on it a couple of weeks ago. But Cincinnati has been robbed with the chance of probably getting into yeah. the ch- the final four at the end of the season. Like we're getting to the pointy end of it. Mm. Um, it's, ne- it's nearly bowl season being in the middle of November. There's only a couple of weeks left of the yeah. regular season. The SEC championship games in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so that'll probably be the biggest decider of whether or not Cincinnati, who is currently five on the college football rankings, actually makes it into the top four, which would be fantastic because they're, they're going to probably they're go undefeated. They're schedule than all the other three, three teams, four teams. But it, like, it's... It's the talk of the Power Five, the SEC, the Big Ten. But the SEC is full of fucking weaker teams. Like that's how I see it. Like the SEC is just propped up by three cop to, um, you, um, schools: LSU, true. Georgia, Alaba- Alabama, Alabama. Oh, Ole Miss, and- Ole Miss, Vanderbilt. Like, like you got the SEC East and West, and. In certain years, some of those schools can come out, like LSU winning the championship back in 2020, just before that the pandemic like, really like, hit. Yeah, draft class. Like, that was easily the best. That was probably one of the best college football like seasons of all time. But, like, yeah, you're right. Like It's propped up in that sense, but that's how the college football system works. It props up those big schools. And, like, mm. Oregon, who's in the Pac-12, I think they're starting to get a taste of it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I just don't know. That's pretty. Um, Who was that? Yeah, they're look. They're um. What is it? Um, they've actually had a pretty hard draw. They beat Ohio State, so they're a legitimate team in that top four. They've oh, off some big t- teams. Well, that was the same as. Who was it? I think like before the consent, like before the top twenty-five came out, which was like gospel. I think it was like Penn State was in the mix for the like the top three. They had a massive win, and then they got absolutely smoked by Purdue. Uh, yeah, it's it's such a funny, funny thing with college football. But that's coming to the pointy end of it. I watched the watching those championship games at the start of this year was so good. I do love I do love all that kind of shit. So it's good. We've had international break in soccer, uh, all the World Cup qualifying. Australian is currently like sitting hard. in. Yeah, so I actually th- when they started promoting that they had won like eleven or, or they hadn't lost in eleven or ten or yeah. eleven games, I was thinking we were sitting on easy street in this. And I was like, no. no, no, no. Finding out today that we're sitting in third place and we would have to play the third place for the Concacaf, the South American. 
Not again. Doesn't feel, does not fill me with joy that we may have to go through that route. Oh, not again. I don't even do that. But this is the spin zone of it from my end of things. Would it be that bad to miss it? It's a great day, night though. What's that? In 16 years since that great night. Oh, yeah. Who could forget, who could forget mm. honestly? But spin zone for me, would it be that bad to miss out on the Qatar World Cup? Uh, realistically, this is probably one of the better all-rounded teams we can throw at. Like we're that's starting, true. Like not like we're not producing three or four superstars, but we're producing more of a rounded team. Yeah, right. So, like, don't still. I'm still not a fan of Graham Arthur, the national coach. I think we need an international coach for the thing so we can play an international game because he's going to play the A-League game which is too slow and build up and passing Is it too too late to bring back Postacoglu? No, he's done He's It's the Australian media's fault pushing him out True, very Isn't that the same with anything with Australian media? They really went after him like he he would have he built was building us nicely for a World Cup, and because we weren't getting the results that we wanted, and yeah, now he like now he's like now he's going pretty well with Celtic in the Scottish League, which is great. But yeah, like England's through, Argentina's through, Brazil's through. Like the regular names are going to be there. Um, the Netherlands are back for the first time since 2014, oh. which is great. That'll be good. Yeah, um, who else is back? There's a potential that Ronaldo does miss this World Cup, which oh, could be his lot. That are you saying that's okay? Trust me, there there'll be some weird penalty that it gets him through. Or Ronaldo. Yeah, um, Scotland could be back in the World Cup for the first time since 1998. France, which would be pretty cool. That'd be that would be cool. I do enjoy. What was it? Uh, North Macedonia is in the playoff. They're in one of the pots. <laughs> I, I like chaos. I fucking love it. Why not? It's like Sheriff Trazaborn in the Champions League. <laughs> doesn't even <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh my I love, god. I, I actually love all those stories that are coming out. I think the latest one I've seen was like an FA Cup tie a couple of weeks ago where the lights went out, but one of the players was a Sparky, so it was in the fucking um, electrical box trying to figure it out. But I will say there was something. One of the pundits on Sky News did Sky Sports said. The problem when you play San Marino is you're playing guys like Kane and all that. The centre backs the Czechier at Woolies. Yeah, exactly. It's like, just like at that point. At that, that point, are you? Is it like if you're a club? Because Liverpool lost another player through it. Is it worse? You guys, than, you guys have lost a lot during the international yeah, we're break. Well, it's back. We're, Back against the ball. This is what's going to happen. We're going to do it again. <laughs> it's back against the wall. It's, it's what we are all about. But uh, yeah, it's like if you're paying millions of pounds a year, I'm not going to send you to a to a San Marino qualifier. Yeah. Then send like qualifications in the bag. Send like England B. Very true. Well, they're through anyway. They absolutely smashed whoever it was 10 0. It's always great to know that Harry Kane will score hat tricks at international, but then be fucking dumb shit at Tottenham. Mate, San Marino. Come on. Let's not. <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I, like, you got actually, to- actually, 
Actually, let's just, let's just been a few weeks since we've spoken. Premier League, obviously, Nuno got uh, ousted at uh, Tottenham. We brought in Antio Con- uh, Antonio Conte. I don't mind it. It feels like it's very similar to how when Mourinho came in for us a couple of years ago. I just don't know how Conte is going to flow. Like we got the point against Everton before international break. I'm going to throw out my tip tip of the week for the Premier League. Go on. Leicester City to beat Chelsea. Leicester are paying four seventy five. Four seventy five, right? Any, any, so Leicester's playing at home and playing Chelsea. Any reasoning? Any major injuries out? Leicester don't get affected by the um, international break. They don't have many players. They play on international no. duties. Nick Madison for England. That's about no. it. Oh, he didn't make it. No. no. Ah. What did I say? Nick Madison. Yeah. I went so the cricketer. Yeah, so you're going to have Thiago Silva flying back from Brazil. You're going to have a lot of players coming back. Hey, is Thiago, Thiago Silva still playing for Brazil? He's 30 yeah. fucking seven. Yeah. yeah so Ugh. you're going to have players. That is that is the Coombs Premier League roughly of the week. That's the old uh, 12 o'clock uh, snack and whack special. Oh, mate. 475, <laughs> even 360 for a draw. That's not bad. The safe bet would go to double chance, less the draw, but yeah. There you go. And um, then the other should... one is, I'm going to have to say it, 460 for a draw against Arsenal, Liverpool. Arsenal is not bad money. No. Now, you speak about Liverpool, probably the big, probably the biggest news a couple of weeks ago. Stevie G got asked. That's the villain. Yeah. The it's... Inside, this is scary because if he has a shocker here, He's not going to coach again in the Premier League. He has no. been groomed to coach, take the job after Jurgen Klopp's gone. Yeah, well, he had, he had pretty good success with Rangers in Scotland. So this, it's I think, this is not budget. very true. But he also like coming into an Aston Villa side too. Like that, they're they're middle of the table, aren't they? On, let me check. Yeah, I think they're well, middle think, of the table. No, but they're in relegation, or they're just oh. yeah, they're in a relegation spot at sixteen. So oh, just wow. two points above relegation. But that's the thing. Like, if he can pull this out, like, like if he, he seems like a leader of men. He was at Liverpool, and he obviously did yeah. a job at Rangers. Which so. is what a profession, what is a Premier League coach? He's not a tactician. No, it's a man manager. Jurgen it's the same. Klopp f- is not a tactician. No, Jurgen Klopp is a fucking vibes man if I've ever known one. Mate, he's a fuck. He, he, lo- he love fucking love loves it. Oh, I think anybody would like to have a beer with him. He's fucking German. He's like, no, he's a tactician, but he's not the pure 100% brain behind that team. He's got very good assistant coaches, yeah. and but he knows how to manage the men well. Oh, that's good. That's what you need. And you can see the, there's a passionate video of him when Rangers beat Celtic at Hamden Park. Yeah. Like, he ran to the crowd and got up. Like that's He's got to bring that out in the boys. And a lot of those English players for Villa, Danny Ings, like, they're going to have – They've. he's an old um, idol of theirs. Like, he's going to probably bring them together. Well, I think – wasn't Danny Ings at Liverpool the same time? No, he came in the year after he retired in 2015. Right. Ah, fair enough. But yeah. be good. Other than that, like, we'll quickly touch on rugby league. I don't think there's too much else that's happening in the league at the moment. Redcliffe has sort of died down since their initial burst onto the scene. I think um, Brent, I think Brent Smith signed the line. Nah, he was at the pokies at the Redcliffe Leagues Club, mate. That's what he was testing out. 
So oh, he signed. I think he's signed the dotted line. Like, I, there's a rumor if, going around that Jerome Hughes could end up there in 2024. Well, Jerome Hughes actually refu- uh, He rejected an extension from Storm, so that's adding fu- fuel to that. Yeah. That's probably why. That's probably why. And I don't know if it's 2024. I actually think it's 2023. No, so 2023 is his last year of contract. Ah, right. Okay. So he's going to test. I think he's going to test the open market for his last big paycheck. Yeah, well, I can't see. I can't see why not. He's been fantastic for them for the last yeah. couple of years. Obviously, transitioning from fullback into halfback and taking that number seven jersey. Mm. Um, big news. is not leaving now. Oh, I, I don't really know anymore. It's hard to say, but I think the next couple of weeks are going to be very interesting leading into Christmas. Obviously, preseason's kicked off. The other big signing news: Isaiah Papali'i, currently at Parramatta. He signed a, I think, it's a three-year. $650,000 a year contract with West Tigers. I love this move by West. They had money to spend. It shores up their second row stock too. And I and Papa Lee was the, he was player of the year for Parramatta. He came onto the scene after the Warriors let like the the, the Warriors losing him and coming and him absolutely burning it like the house mm. down this year. And then now the Warriors wanting to pay six fifty for um I was it Murata Nakora from Parramatta like Nakora is the backup to Papali now yeah like it makes no sense at all but <laughs> no, uh, absolutely yeah I love I love the business by West they've still got money to spend there's still talk of Josh Hodgson if he passes a medical maybe going to Concord so that would that that might shore up a few things with um, the West Tigers going into twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two if Hodgson goes next year anyway. Um, but yeah, preseason is starting back for all the players that didn't have any like strenuous seasons with uh, or postseason, I suppose. We've got playing in finals, mm. but yeah, we'll probably report on that. But I think we're going full cricket in the next couple of weeks anyway, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. We'll probably Frankly, touch on turned that. off as soon as that first ball, suffers ball, holy shit! Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Few changes to our podcast in the couple of weeks too. We still got to nut out a few things, but we'll probably give everybody an update coming up with that. Uh, other than that, anything else you want to spruik, mate? Anything that's t- like tickled you the last couple of weeks? Nothing, but oh, dope sick on Disney Plus. Oh, TV, go on. Yeah, if you anyone's into like learning about what the opioid epidemic is or was or is currently, very good. Like, and apparently, going to be Emmy. I've I've read somewhere that uh, Emmy nominated when Emmy season comes around, that's going to take a lot oh, of buzz. Keaton is brilliant. Like. It just shows, like, it shows what, like, oh, it's it's very hard. Like, you didn't realize how easy it was for um, Purdue Pharmaceuticals to convince the FDA that um, legal heroin wasn't addictive. Yeah. I think oh, there was a, uh, there's a documentary on Netflix. I can't remember. We watched it with my partner. And it was a, oh, the pharmacist, I'm pretty sure it's called. Mm. That's exactly the same, the Oxycontin uh, epidemic. Yeah. Uh, it's just baffling. I can tell so, for someone who's been or had, had it when he was in the same, it, like, it does, you don't feel shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, that's like people with addictive personalities and chronic pain, you can see why. Yeah. Well, that, and I think wasn't that the uh, biggest thing we watched yeah, they a couple went from of years ago? Ten milligrams to twenty milligrams, and they started individualizing doses, and they started hitting people with eighty milligrams, which is a lot. 
that, so that's I explained that to Jet, like my partner, like I said, I was on at one point ten milligrams of Valium, and I couldn't like I would I'd be zonked out. Yeah. To think of eighty milligrams is that's massive. Yeah, that that's just like that's just comfortably numb in a sense. Oh. But that that was like um, what did we watch the other year? It was um, Andy Irons? Oh yeah, that this that. Got to watch that. It's yeah, I, I I actually want to watch that again. That is a but that, the, yeah. like you, like I think we walked out and you said that has to be shown in like schools just yeah, to show what drugs do. Oh shit! It's you not it's it. not a it's not the glorified thing. This is what drugs will do to you. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, drugs and depression will do. Yeah, but yeah, that's got a bit se- got a bit serious there. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> what about it? Like, hopefully. Might be back at the golf course tomorrow. He's ripping, gripping. <sighs> yeah, I do need to start swinging some clubs soon. Been a bit, been a bit lax with the new job and whatnot. So need to get back into a few other things. Uh, thanks again for listening, guys. We are back. Uh, we may come back next week. We may not. We don't know yet. It depends. <laughs> saw- on how, is it really depends on how much sport we watch? Because sometimes I'll put my hand up. I don't watch much of it. Yeah, it, I- with work, and then sometimes. Sometimes I do watch haze, but yeah, cricket season coming up. I will watch a lot of it. Yeah, I think we have to, we have discussed potential uh, differing points that we might do for the podcast going forward. Uh, we might just have to mix it up with uh, formatting and whatnot. So we'll definitely we'll keep going with the current time, but maybe in the new year we might uh, t- branch on a few new things. So. Uh, yeah, I think we'll call that a night anyway. Thanks again for listening, guys. Say tonight, oh, say goodbye, Coomsy. Night, guys. <laughs> Fuck. Have a good one, guys. We'll talk to you next time.